Your next promotion is just the beginning, and this podcast shows you how to get there. Welcome to episode number 188. Last week's episode, I introduced the summer of magic, and towards the end of the episode, I talked about three ways that you could begin to use your own personal magic and intuition on purpose to create essentially anything you want in life. And I realized listening back to that episode that I could do whole entire podcast episodes on each one of those steps that I mentioned at the end of the last one. So that's where we're at. I am going to be giving you a three-part series where I really break down the three ways that you can begin to use your magic on purpose to create your next promotion, to get that voice at the table, to create opportunities that are just literally beyond your wildest dreams. And most importantly, as part of the Summer of Magic, to get promoted even while you are on vacation. So today's episode, the first of this three-part series is all about intention setting and how you can begin to use your intentions and what you want to actually get exactly what you want. Let's get started. Welcome to Women Changing Leadership. I am your host, Stacey Mayer, and I teach you how to get promoted, get paid, and bring your whole self to the leadership table. I am on a mission to change organizations from the C-suite out because women are the new face of leadership, and we are doing it on our terms. Hello, corporate badasses. Welcome to another exciting episode of Women Changing Leadership. I am your host, Stacey Mayer, and super excited, as always, to be here with you again this week. So we are only a week or so into the month of July, and already so much has happened. And I am really thrilled that not only has so much happened in my business for so many of the women that I work for, but that it happened while they were on vacation. This is the summer of magic. We are creating magic by literally not doing more by allowing opportunities to come our way. Summer of Magic is a real thing. I created it last summer when I was on vacation with my family and I received a notification that a woman I had been working with finally received her promotion announcement to vice president. And she was literally on vacation in Europe. And she was like, isn't this amazing? And it happened while I was on vacation, which made it even doubly amazing. And so at that point, I said, I wonder how many more promotions can we sell celebrate throughout the summer. And I set the goal of 10 promotions. And we ended up getting 13 promotions. And this was just in my little tiny leadership table communities, my coaching where I was directly coaching women to get promoted. And now I have tripled those communities, both through my book and also the uh, women that I'm reaching through this podcast. I recently launched a blog, which if you're not already subscribed to that blog, go to the Leadership Table Project. And I am touching women in so many different ways right now that I thought when I set my goal for this year that I wanted it to be 108, that I wanted to celebrate 108 promotions throughout the rest of the summer 
even while we are all on vacation and it's happening. So I came back to my desk today to an email announcement from a woman who is inside the leadership table, my group community of corporate badass women. And if you're not already in there, please reach out to us and let us know what we can do to make that possible for you. And she celebrated that she has been promoted to vice president. This is a role that she was already doing the role of a vice president, but she didn't have the title. And so now the only difference is that she's going to have her peers report directly into her. She's going to get paid more money and she has a higher title. Congratulations. And in her email to me, she celebrated it as part of the summer of magic, because of course it is. It came together. All the pieces came together. She didn't have to have a conversation with her boss. She'd already done that. She didn't have to apply for another uh, another organization. She didn't have to beg or show her accomplishments or really do anything more than what she had already been doing and the foundation that she had already set. She had to literally relax and let it happen. And in her email to me, th- my proudest part of it was that she said, thank you for trusting in my magic, even when my career didn't feel so magical. And I think that's the power of the work that we're doing inside the leadership table is I'm holding space for your magic to be created, even when it doesn't feel that way. Even when you're laid off or you find yourself in a position where you have a really shitty boss or you lose your number one sponsor at your organization or somebody gets promoted over top of you. And or let's say you're just like this particular client just sitting in the same exact role year after year after year, knowing that you deserve more, but you're just not getting it in terms of title and recognition. And then we put those pieces into place and we make it happen. That's the summer of magic. So I'm actually going to spend the next three episodes going into what I touched on in last week's podcast episode about the summer of magic. And at the very end of that episode, which we're going to link to in the show notes, you can find it. I talk about how you can begin to use your magic on purpose and three very specific techniques. But I realized I kind of threw that in in the last five minutes of the episode and glossed over it. I didn't go into a lot of detail about what I meant by each one of those aspects of using your own intentional magic. So In this three-part series, I'm really going to dive into that a lot more in each separate episode and talking more and more about how we can begin to use our magic. As I mentioned as well in the last episode, I have been self-identified as a magical person pretty much all of my life. I realized that things sort of extraordinary things happen to me. And I've always been very curious how I could recreate those extraordinary things. But I never really knew how until more recently in the last six months when I've been working on how do I use my magic on purpose. And in I want to share with you, this is an awful story, but it's not really awful. (laughs) It's just but what happened is I was living in New York City. And 
I had just moved there probably about two or three months. I wasn't excited to be there. I was having a hard time. It was financially challenging. I was living on a couch of a friend. I couldn't find my own apartment. Then eventually I did find my own apartment and it was in Hell's Kitchen. And I was living on a fourth floor walk up and the stairs were like slanted. It was incredibly dangerous. And then to top that off, I was living with this awful roommate who I didn't really know. I didn't choose her. It was just sort of the situation that I got thrust into. And she would come and go. She slept all day and then was up all night partying and would just kind of come and go and cause problems. And I, I really didn't like being there. And the mantra that I used over and over again was something has got to change. Something something has got to change. And I I really kept praying for that. And I kept saying that out loud. And I had an opportunity to go on a ski trip with a friend in the Poconos. And I had never been outside of New York City. I didn't have a car. So I rode with them. And on the way back from the ski trip, we were hit by a semi by a huge truck. And I was airlifted to the hospital. I was thankfully okay. I'll explain that here in a minute what I mean by okay. Uh, I certainly had never been in a helicopter ride before. But I was airlifted to the hospital and my mom received the dreaded phone call. She's all the way in Kentucky. She received the dreaded phone call that your daughter's been in an accident. She's alive. She's okay, but she's in the hospital. Uh, I have no family, not really any friends. Um, and I'm really far from New York City. So my mom hops in the car in Kentucky and drives with my dad, who, by the way, they had been divorced since I was six years old, got in the car and drove by themselves all the way from Kentucky to New Jersey to pick me up at this hospital when I woke up the next morning, they were there smiling down at me, picked me up and took me home, meaning back to Kentucky. They took me all the way back to Kentucky. So I left my apartment. I left my life in New York City. I had just moved there. And I remember feeling very, 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 very sorry for myself. Um, Fast forward just a couple months later, and I was able to get a little perspective. And I, I really truthfully had this epiphany that I got exactly what I asked for. So the mantra that I was using in New York was something's got to change. Something's got to change. Something's got to change. Something's got to change. I hated what I was doing. And I just kept saying something's got to change. You know what the universe said? Your wish is my command. It granted that wish for me. I got hit by a truck <laughs> and had to move and change my life all the way back to Kentucky. By the time I returned to New York City, which was really only about three months later, Oh, and by the way, my injuries were like a few broken ribs, nothing really catastrophic. And I went back to New York City with so much clear insight and direction. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I felt very powerful. I felt very motivated. And the rest was history, right? I had an incredible, an incredible tenure in New York City. It was absolutely amazing. I created and accomplished so many big things in my life. And truthfully, something did have to change. And I know for a lot of you, when you're asking for something and you're asking for help and you're saying, God, something has to change. And then that change is a massive layoff or 
you know, something awful happening in your family and you're like, whoa, wait, that wasn't what I meant. Know that this is all part of the process. But without going into that like whole philosophy of everything happens for a reason, the reason I'm actually sharing it in today's episode is because I want to point out to you how magically powerful you really, really are. Like literally, if you are listening to me on this podcast doing a Summer of Magic series talking about how you can use and tap into your own magic so that you can get your next promotion. If you're listening to this, it means that you are a magical person. There's no way around it. You have magic and you create exactly, exactly what you ask for. So the first step that I mentioned in the last podcast episode when I was introducing the Summer of Magic is intention. We have to set an intention for what we want. Now, we have to be really careful because a lot of times we're going to get exactly what we asked for. So in that particular case, I didn't set the intention of my of my life being better. I set the intention of something's got to change. Something's got to give. Something's got to change. I don't even think I ever thought about the possibility that my life could improve. I just felt so awful. And I said, something has to change. That was going to be the improvement, right? And so then that's exactly what I got. I want to give you an example about a a woman who I've been coaching in my VIP program for a little while to find her next opportunity. And this particular woman, she had a little bit of a runway. So she was laid off at her organization a bit unexpectedly, but also because she wasn't terribly disappointed. And she was excited to see what was going to be next. But she had a little bit of a runway in terms of how long she had before she had to find her next opportunity. And she knew very clearly, right? So she set the intention, I want to be a vice president. I want to be doing um, these particular skills. I want to be a part of the leadership team. I want to be building something that matters to the community, right? So she had a really strong 3X vision. She had very clear intentions of what her next step was going to be. Um, And then how we were going to go about doing that is through one of the steps, the magical process steps that I talk about. And I'll share that in, I think, the third part of the series, which is curiosity. And it's it's having conversations with other leaders, figuring out what's happening in the industry, seeing what's possible. And in the beginning, when she was first doing her job search, she was very clear, like, I want to be a vice president. I want to have a role that has this responsibility, this responsibility. But then what happened was when she started having these curious conversations with executive leaders, she got confused, right? So they would ask her about what she wanted, and then she would answer it, but then they'd say what they were looking for, and then she would say, well, that's kind of what I want. That could totally work, too. And then the other thing is that they were not necessarily open job recs, so they were just very exploratory conversations. And her goals started to shift really quickly into quite literally having exploratory conversations. That was her goal. And if you ask what her intention was, she'd probably stop there. Her intention was to have exploratory conversations. And after a couple of months of having these really great, inspiring, exploratory conversations, we realized that she was getting exactly what she asked for, which was exploratory conversations. What she wasn't getting was a job. 
right? So she was getting exactly what she asked for. And so the first thing when it comes to setting an intention is to ask yourself, am I actually getting what I'm asking for? So is it like something's got to change or is it I want to have more exploratory conversations? And if the answer is yes, that is exactly what I'm getting, then hey, number one, ding, 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 trust yourself. You are a magical person. But now we have to shift our intention a little bit. So in her particular case, I had to remind her that her real goal was to find a job, right? That her goal is not to have exploratory conversations. Her goal is to find her next VP level role, to really be making an impact at her organization. And once she added that tweak into her intention setting, when she said, I am going, I want, my goal is to find a vice president level role where I'm able to make this impact. And she started leading with that in her brain, in her mind, when she was thinking and waking up in the morning, trying to find a job. And one of the ways that I'm going to get there is through having exploratory conversations. But that's just one of five ways that I can use to get to this next amazing role. So her attention got shifted a little bit and she started thinking more about how do I make these exploratory conversations good away from how do I find my next big role? And so we had to remind her that that was really her intention. And then once she did that shift again, within a couple months, she got her next big role. She actually had an incredibly exploratory conversation, but she was very, very direct. Like, hey, I'm looking for a job in the next month. Right. Are you serious? What's your timeline? What's your hiring process? Who else are you interviewing? She was asking these more direct questions in addition to having the exploratory conversations. And that led to her next VP level role, which she started last Monday. And she's one of the amazing women that I'm celebrating as part of the Summer of Magic. So that's an example of intention and how to set that intention and how to really make sure that you're asking yourself, am I getting what I'm asking for, right? Am I getting exactly what I want? Because I tell you, the universe listens. It is a very, very magical thing, and it listens. There is a lot of science around the power of attraction, you know, our our brain gives us exactly what we want. And I do think it's incredibly fascinating the science behind magic, literally like how we create these things for us in our lives. But I don't know a lot about it, right? I am an emotional person. I'm a feeling person. And I just basically look at what's happening. I'm like, well, if I think about a yellow car and then I go outside and I start seeing yellow cars everywhere, then maybe that's a clue to me that what I think about creates itself in the world. So some people could call it magic. I call it magic. Other people call it the reticular activating system. So this is a bundle of nerves in our brain that filters out unnecessary information So the important stuff gets through. A bundle of nerves in our brain that filters out unnecessary information so the important stuff gets through. 
And this is particularly important when it comes to setting intentions. So like I said, if you set the intention of yellow car, yellow car, yellow car, and then you start walking outside and you start seeing yellow cars, it doesn't mean that there's necessarily more yellow cars. It's just that you're finally able to see it. And so this is part of the science behind the magic. And for me, the word magic and the more that I've been able to embrace that I am a magical person and that what I think I create, when I think about it as magic, I have a lot more fun with it, right? That's the other piece is that it's super fun. It's so fun for me to think about the summer of magic and to say, huh, I wonder if I could celebrate 108 promotions over the summer while the women that I work with and the women in my community listening to this podcast, reading my blog blog, on my email list, women who are friends of people who are doing that. I want to celebrate 108 of you over the summer. I came up with that number. It's an auspicious number. When I was in India, it was first given to me as a just a powerful number, and I just latched onto it. It's my P.O. box number. I believe that it's an important number in my life. But when I do the math, when I really think about the Summer of Magic, so I just kicked off the Summer of Magic two weeks ago, and we've celebrated, I think at this point, like seven promotions, which is a lot in two weeks' time. But my goal of 108 promotions, and there's only like maybe seven or eight weeks left in the whole summer, if my goal is really 108 promotions over the next seven or eight weeks, I better get going, right? Like having seven promotions so far is not going to get me to 108. And when I do the math, it doesn't make sense. So that's the other piece about setting an intention that I really want to show you is figure out what feels good and let the logic go away a little bit, especially when it comes to the bigger vision. I mean, if you really think about it logically, why would you all of a sudden start to see more yellow cars outside? It doesn't make any logical sense. There aren't more yellow cars. Technically, there's probably more silver cars in the world of cars than there are yellow cars. So seeing multiple yellow cars a day doesn't actually make sense. So you have to, in terms of your bigger intention, your bigger vision, your 3x vision as I work with my clients on, it needs to be somewhat impossible. It needs to just be a felt sense of something that you want to have happen. And so what I want 108 promotions over the summer. I want to celebrate 108 promotions. When I start to look at the numbers, I'm like, oh, we're not getting there, right? (laughs) But when I get in the magical energy of celebrating 108 promotions, I'm much more likely to get closer to that goal. I am more likely to have the right conversations that are going to create that goal. Because remember, Whatever we think about, whatever we put out there, we create. We are magical people. Whatever we put out into the world, we create. And so if I set the goal of 108 promotions and then I constantly feel like I can't get there, then what I'm creating is I will never make it to 108 promotions. And so I have to remind myself that it's possible. And if I don't have logical evidence of how it's going to be possible, I just have to say, 
It's possible. It's possible. It's possible I could get 108 promotions over the summer. That's it. It's possible. And that is actually very true. So I just have to keep repeating that to myself instead of focusing so much on, well, if I only had seven promotions in the first two weeks, then logically... I'm never going to get 108 promotions because then I'm focusing on not getting 108 promotions. This same theory applies to you and your next promotion. And it really comes into play with how I see women in not setting intentions, not setting goals, not wanting to create that 3x vision. So the number one rule, and this is module two inside of my training program, which you should all get into, by the way, you get lifetime access and you can listen and learn from these modules over and over and over again throughout the course of your career is I talk about setting that 3X vision and I really keep it super simple. 3X simply means three promotions from now. Where do you wanna be three promotions from now? And for a lot of women who are at the senior director level and above, that's a C-suite title, right? So you just put a title out there. You just say, hey, I wanna be a chief impact officer. That's it, right? Now, I have no idea how I'm going to get from senior director to chief impact officer. I have no idea where that's going to happen. I have no idea how I'm even going to be successful in that role. I have no idea what is even possible. But I'm just going to say, hey, yeah, sure, chief impact officer, that's what it's going to be. The other thing I have no idea about it is how am I going to do it on my own terms, right? How am I going to do it without working 90 hours a week? How am I going to do it where I really have that voice at the table and feel like I have allies? But you know what? I'm going to set it as an intention, set it and forget it, right? So I'm going to set it out there that I am going to become chief impact officer someday. That's my intention. And so that's the the bigger picture. That's the bigger vision. That's the macro. Now what I want you to do is take that and go to the micro, the teeniest, tiniest thing, right? So what is it that I'm going to do today, this week, to get myself closer to my 3x vision. So you've got the big goal, and then you go to the teeny tiny next step. And the reason this is so important is because let's say your big goal is to really have that voice at the table and to be included and not feel isolated and not feel like you constantly have to prove yourself. Then your micro goal is to be to set up a 15-minute ally meeting, right? That's what you need to do this week so that you can start to learn how to include yourself in the conversation so that when you do become chief impact officer, that's just a given. I have allies all around me. I have people who have my back. I have people that I can go to. I understand the industry, right? I understand what's expected of me at that executive level. I understand the nuances of being the chief impact officer that I really, really want to be. And I think so many of us, when it comes to intention setting, are living in a tunnel. We're living in that middle place where we're not willing to put ourselves in the big vision of chief impact officer because 
we don't know how it's going to happen. And so we immediately go to the negative, which is, well, that'll never happen or well, in another lifetime. And so now what we're doing is we're creating exactly that we're creating the lack of being chief impact officer. And that feels terrible. So we just go back to our tunnel, we go back to our job, we say, you know what, I'm going to put that goal on a shelf and forget about it, because it hurts because I don't have it because I don't feel included because I don't like my job because I am working 80 or 90 hours a week. And I have no idea how it's going to be possible. So I'm just going to go back to my job head down and do exactly what I need to be doing to survive today. That's the tunnel. Versus what I'm talking about, which is actually using the magic of intention setting, which is how do we create those big visions for ourselves? And then we pull it back to the micro next steps. And we actually do something really small to move us more towards that goal so that we can really feel it in our body and our soul so that we can begin to trust ourselves that, hey, you know what? It's possible. It's possible for me to be the chief impacts officer someday. Because when you live in that possibility of actually hitting your 3x vision, that's when the magic starts to kick in and work for you. That is when, now this is a real story, that is when you have your 3x vision. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to make sure that every single person knows that when a chief impact officer role opens up, you'll be there, right? You just tell a few people. You set the intention. You live and stay in that possibility. That's when your CEO comes up to you and he says, hey, we're going to be doing some restructuring. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is the perfect opportunity for me to step into my chief impact officer role. And the CEO says, you know what? You're right. And then your other SVP executives around you are like, wait, why did you get promoted? I didn't get promoted. And you're like, I asked. I asked. I asked both literally and energetically. I asked. That is the magic of setting an intention. Next week, I'm going to be talking about the magic of belonging, followed by the magic of curiosity. When you set strong intentions, and then you allow yourself to be in that room, to belong in that room, to truly be a part of the conversation and you engage in levels of curiosity, that possibility, hmm, I wonder what's possible for me and not having all the answers, being willing to have questions, that's when you magically create your next promotion, your next opportunity, the next big thing that is just really right around the corner for you. It could happen in the next seven to eight weeks. It could happen as part of my summer of magic. And if it does, you better email me and let me know. Hashtag summer of magic 2023. I want to celebrate you as one of the 108 promotions that I am committed to celebrating this summer while we are all on vacation. All right. Thank you all so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye. Before you go, I have a question for you. 
Do you know how close you are to your next promotion? Really? Not what your boss has told you, not what you even believe to be true, but have you actually taken the time to sit down, take an assessment, review the five categories that it takes to get promoted into senior executive leadership positions and decided where you fall in each category and given yourself a ranking on a scale of one to 10 of how close you are to getting your next promotion? Have you done this? Well, now's your chance. If that feels interesting to you and you're like, hey, I want to know exactly how close I might actually be or how far away you might be and what it's going to take to get you even closer, then I invite you to take my promotability quiz. This is a quiz that I put together with practical tips that actually tell you where you're lacking and where you're winning. What are the areas that you actually need to improve and not necessarily what your boss is telling you all the time so that you can take concrete steps towards landing that next promotion and changing the face of the leadership table. Go to yourpromotabilityscore.com to take your free assessment today, yourpromotabilityscore.com, and let me know how it goes.